0: Alright all you Streetlight Crusaders, and I guess a couple of wrestling fans who are still up for tonight, welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special! And now it's time for us to talk about what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Portland, Oregon, or Portlandia, and probably the only Portland-based joke we have. Throughout this entire show, I was going to mention the Trailblazers, but according to Carl and the Maestro, not too entirely sure that sports team is still located there. We'll we'll find out later when we look at a map, but until then, folks, Monday Night Raw would kick off with a very ticked off Drew McIntyre, this time at himself. And would say that maybe he should go away for a while and leave to reevaluate himself, but then would evaluate the situation of what happened last week and would say that he actually got screwed thanks to Damian Priest. Cause if it wasn't for him, he would have actually won the title. And if he had waited until afterwards, he could have cashed in on him afterwards. So he blamed him for his title loss even though Drew McIntyre overhooked the legs and the legs were on the rope for Seth Rollins and he got mad and tried to put him to a table he disregarded all of that and decided to blame everybody else and would even decide to mention CM Punk's name who would come out to address Drew McIntyre and would say we're in Piper country and Piper was known for talking I'm known for talking but is Drew McIntyre really known for talking? Not really, but he really wants to hear what he's got to say since his name came out of his mouth. And. Then we would hear Drew McIntyre air his grievances from years long ago, and would start right at the top with the fact that he was in a dark place back in the day when he was a part of the roster as the chosen one, mentioning the fact that he lost someone dear to him and that his career was heading down a downward spiral, and would try to look for CM Punk as a leader, even though he would call himself the locker room leader, only to prove that he wasn't and in, in- instead of trying to help you know Drew McIntyre in his time of need would decide to try to cut him at the knees instead and would yeah prove that instead of being a man who had demons was somebody who was a demon and would even say that he would try to go to Randy Orton who was a guy who had demons as well but realized that he had his own set of demons, as we said that a little out of order, according to Carl and the Maestro. But to get things back in order, he would say, in CM Punk in response, that yeah, you know, when pushed, I can become the devil himself. And at the same time would say, but in reality, I'm really a nice guy, when the time for me to be a nice guy, but if not, well, you've seen it for yourself and then would say that it's starting to become that time and would say as well if you wanted me to be a leader or if you wanted to be a part of what I'm doing you could have shaved your head and lived a clean lifestyle Bringing up the Straight Edge Society at one point And would even go on to say That a lot of people want him To not be in the main event of Wrestlemania Including Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes And now even Drew McIntyre Who announced himself a part of the Royal Rumble match And would say that he's gonna exercise the Demon And actually get rid of CM Punk first When he's a part of the Rumble For... CM Punk to come back and say that well, when I'm in the Royal Rumble and if I see you, I'm eliminating you last. And we almost forgot to mention according to Carl and the Maestro that Drew McIntyre would say that he meaning Drew McIntyre was actually someone who carried the company on his back when the world needed hope in some way, shape or form during the pandemic and won that Royal Rumble for all the fans around the world including that main event title win that was in front of a crowd of zero at the lowest attendance record in history for WrestleMania. That's if you don't count the wrestlers in the back and cameraman and crew, but I digress. And would say that this time when he wins the Royal Rumble this year and goes to the main event, he's doing it for himself. Which I thought he was doing that before, but what do I know? (laughs) But besides all that hatred for CM Punk by Drew McIntyre, we go into our first match of the night which would see none other than Finn Balor going one-on-one against Tommaso Ciampa. Which Ciampa would say prior to the match that their New Year's revolution or resolution not to be confused with the old school pay-per-view that I do believe well over a year ago would celebrate the title win of the Rated-R Superstar being the first man to cash in money in the bank Yeah, we're just making a whole bunch of almanac references tonight would say that his resolution was to become the new tag team champions along with none other than Johnny Organo and during this match, we would see Tommaso Ciampa pulling off a reverse DDT, a little shout out to Slip from New Legacy Ying for near fall. Only for him to also pull off a Tiger Knee and a Project Champa, better known as a Powerbomb Lung Blower, for near fall only deceived Damian Priest to get involved in this match and eat a Tiger knee right directly to the face for Finn Balor to try to take advantage only for Johnny Gargano to get involved by tripping the legs up of Finn Balor for a small package aka a Monday night special finish for Johnny Gargano to help Tommaso Ciampa win this match via pinfall And after the match was over, we would hear from Becky Lynch who would announce herself a part of the Royal Rumble match and would say that she's looking forward to winning the Royal Rumble and would even mention the fact that either Nia Jax is getting weaker with her punch, seeing the fact that it didn't take her out, or either the man Becky Lynch is getting stronger and would say that, oh, she thinks this is the end, but I got a feeling it's only the beginning. And I got a feeling that's going to lead to an altercation Gulliver's travel style at the Royal Rumble for one Nia Jax Cause usually that's how it goes for big men or women in the Royal Rumble match If you don't believe me, go back and watch the tapes (laughs) And speaking of people who's been rolling footage in their head for well over a week now None other than Kofi Kingston going one on one against Ludwig Heise And during this match, Kaiser, instead of going for a victory, was going more or less for revenge. Because after what happened to Giovanni Vinci, getting whiplash and a concussion after getting hit right on the button with a drop kick off the top rope by Kofi Kingston, ending last week's match by stoppage. And while we brought you all up to speed of what happened last week, this week we would see Kaiser not only hitting head decapitating clotheslines, but also knees to the face and elbows to boot, even getting in a chop fest with Kofi Kingston and taking him off the top turnbuckle for his head to land on that top turnbuckle. Ouch! But then you would see Kofi Kingston coming back during this match with not only a flying crossbody but several punches to try to fight back during this set contest. Only for Kaiser to fight back with him tossing Kofi into the barricade and a soccer kick to the head. Yeesh. And do you think this thirst for revenge couldn't go any further? Immediately when this match would come to an emphatic end thanks to a double count out that led to a no contest. We would then see Kofi Kingston who didn't realize that happening diving to the outside of the ring taking out Kaiser against the announced table for Ludwig to actually pull a 28 days later moment by actually sticking his thumbs into the eye sockets of one Kofi Kingston to try to take him out for Kofi to try to fight back get separated by security and for Kaiser to pull a Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns moment by throwing a chair at him and not any ordinary chair folks The chair that we would see Wade Barrett sitting on really giving him some bad NEWS with that chair shot. And while Kofi was discombobulated and while security tried, and I say loosely, quote unquote tried to stop Ludwig Kaiser from doing what he was going to do next, Kaiser would just run around the ring getting a full speed of momentum, drop kicking the head right off of Kofi Kingston right into the stairs. YIKES! YIKES! And why would he do all this folks? Well, after we would see that, we would see him backstage saying that after last week He's left there all alone to carry the weight of Imperium on his back And would say that since he took the head of Giovanni Vinci, I'm taking his And I got a feeling Xavier Woods might have something to say about that in the near future and would even say it on Twitter that he messed up. So is he going to come after him? I got a feeling he is. But before that journey to Revenge Road, folks, I think it's time for us to make a journey right back into that music as I go grab a glass of water. And when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened for this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Portland, Oregon, as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned.